you just farted. No, I didn't. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you kept the <laughs> See how that goes? That was perfect. <laughs> I know I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, prank. Yeah. Did you say pray? Prank. Oh. I was like, we ain't praying prank. up in here. Some of us don't. <laughs> Some of us do. <laughs> I'll let you take a guess. Um, so. Do you pray before you go to bed? I don't pray before I go to bed, but I do pray. You know, I was raised in a church. Baptized. All that doesn't mean nothing. I mean, I still, you, you know my connection. I told you I know it's something out there. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to go in depth. I don't know what it is. I think everything that we think, universe, all of that is connected. I think it's all the same thing. Now, I agree with you to a certain extent on religion, though. Religion is a problem. Yeah. It can be a problem. Yeah. Are we talking about religion? <laughs> no. We, we kind of just no. delve into it. Okay. Okay, so. Anyway. Go ahead. Is it all right? I don't know, but go ahead. You want the ball? Nah, go ahead. You want the massager? No, it's going to make too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll worry about it later. But all right, so tonight we are talking about... Do we... We don't even do an intro no more. This is... We don't know. No. This is... We don't know. And we're talking about... We we're saying... Know. We're saying... That's what we're saying? Excuse me. Um, hi, Isaac. Hi, C. It's like, hi, C. Hi, C? Yeah. I love hi, C orange, but can't drink it. I don't like the bubbles. The bubble, without the bubbles, that shit is great. But, anyway, hi, C. Hi, Isaac. What are we talking about today? Um, it's very um, new podcast of ours. It was protected by tarot's and the stars. Oh yeah, that's right. Maybe we should do that. What? Um, um, spiritual, like I just said, religion and spirituality. No. Let's talk about. Um, what it's well like you said before what it's like to go into a new relationship well i think for both of us we had long-term relationships me i was dealing with two people and um in a kind of tandem situation so me being out of that and getting used to a new person which is you is i think it's it's a lot different it's a lot less chaotic and um for me it's it's sustainable because i feel that what i was dealing with i wasn't understood and i don't think that i was trying to be understood so mm. it feels good being able to almost start fresh you know but there still is for, well, I'll speak for me. I was going to say for both of us, I'd like to throw you in there. But um, <laughs> residual um, stuff that comes from the old relationships that, you know, kind of play into our stuff a little bit, you know, just a little residuals. But I don't think it's nothing that we can't get past. Yeah, I think that's true. It's it's traumas that we're dealing with and we're trying to work them out together mm -hmm. to be in a much more healthier place and a much more healthier relationship right so how do you feel that dealing with the traumas from your old relationship and when they kind of surface in this relationship how do you feel 
is the best way for you to deal with it or how do you deal with it? Well, I was just talking to my therapist today about that Mm -hmm. because I was telling her that I feel like there's an internal battle going on as to when I overthink and then also when I have bodily trauma responses. Like if we're in some sort of disagreement, it goes straight to my body. Like everything is felt inside of my body. You have to explain to the viewers what, um, what does it feel like? Like what does that mean? What that means is sometimes when you're in a stressful situation, your body will physically react. Okay. Like it will cause pain in some areas or it's mostly pain. Okay. In my previous relationship, there was my bo- um, a lot of pain in my body from emotional trauma. Like where in your body? Mostly in my back. It showed up in a strange way where it would like spasm. Mm-hmm. And mostly in my hip area also. So there were times when I couldn't really walk. Mm. So when now that I've worked and healed a lot of that, and going into a new situation mm-hmm. um, or relationship. When we have disagreements, if I feel that in my body, I don't want to go that route. You okay. know, it's almost like, like a warning. Yeah. Okay. That means you and I need to talk about it. Right. We need to before talk about it. Before you kind of just sit on it and let it build. Yeah. It's like we need to talk it out. Okay. And uh, so, how do you feel? that we have been at talking out certain situations when there's issues. I think it's been good because we we listen to each other mm-hmm. and which is good, um, which is helpful because if I, so my trauma response I'm is what I'm working on and the advice that I got was to like, do something like where you tense your body and let it go because you're like, um, if you have bodily responses, you have to counteract it with a bodily response. Okay. Instead of me taking it out on you, mm-hmm. when it's nothing that you've done or it's coming from a place of my past, you know? Yeah. So I think we've been good at talking things out. So I think for me, when I felt like it was not really a lot but a few times that I felt like I was going back into my old ways of thinking like I told you the time that you were out and I was like oh she ain't calling me you know she's home watching TV she ain't calling me but you were actually still where you were mm-hmm. I think mine is just is to not react whatever I'm feeling if it's confrontational or could be confrontational is to not react until I get the whole story and not let my internal narrative run off and make it into what I feel mm-hmm. because I don't have all the information. So I think that's kind of how I deal with a lot of the um, things that could potentially be arguments between us. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just, mm-hmm. you know, jumping the gold gun. I was successful maybe one or a few times doing that Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I overthink sometimes and I think... I think we all do. Coming from what we came from, Mm -hmm. our previous relationships, Mm -hmm. it's normal to have these responses. Yeah, because you still kind of feel like that's how relationships are supposed to go. Yeah, but it's important for us to recognize when the that is happening so we don't screw up a healthy relationship well that's why i said for me just to take it slow and not say anything and just kind of you know whatever it is just kind of go with the flow unless it's something that i feel super strong about and it's something that i have all the pieces to or something like that like you know the few arguments that we i would say disagreements that we did have i knew where I was at with him. I knew how it made me feel. I knew that I didn't feel that they were necessary. The the responses or whatever it was. I didn't feel that. Why I, I just you say, explain I, one? 
Um, I just didn't feel that I deserved it. I think the first one was you got into... I mean, we had, like, little disagreements on, like, politics and men's and women issues and stuff like that where we kind of agreed to disagree on certain things with views in the beginning. But I think our the personal one is where... The first one was where you... Uh, I think you had an issue at work and, you know... It was less than uh, kind, that response that you got from someone. And I think that me and you were talking, but we kept cutting each other off. We kept doing that. As soon as you talk, I talk. Or as soon as you talk, I mean, as soon as I talk, you talk. We both were talking at the same time. We both would pause and wait for the other one to go. And then we'd start talking at the same time. And I think it happened about four times. So on the fourth time, I just decided to not stop talking and continue through with what I was saying. And you kind of uh, had a reaction and was like, are you going to let me talk? And I kind of knew what it was stemming from um, with with the day that you had had that day. And, you know, I just kind of let you know that I was talking. And, you know, once I finished, I would let you talk. And, you know, I understand that you had a hard day the response was kind of harsh. And mm-hmm. I think you reflected on it, understood where I was coming from, and realized that, that that's what you did. And I think you corrected it and, you know, made the situation better and understood where I was coming from. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like when we're... I think what we're good at, though, is recognizing when that stuff happens and then we can tell each other yeah, you know, in the moment. so that we can really think about it and really think about where it's coming from so that we can right. correct like correct like you said and not do that because and really reflect on it and really yeah really be concerned about how we're making the other person feel i think that's yeah. what when when we did have the issues i think that in my past relationships it wouldn't have came back like that it would have kind of been like a well you did this and you could have reacted this way when I did this and I think at one point you did say something in one of them like that and I told you um, you were like something well when I do this um, I just need you to kind of you know ask me how's my day going or something to that response remember and I was like no I, I can try to do that but it's your responsibility if you know that you're having a bad day before you snap on me kind of let me know that you're having a bad day but I will try to if I mm-hmm. sense some some kind of something ask you about it you know what yeah. I mean and I think you know you took that and understood where I was coming from and I understand where you're coming from that you know it's kind of like a two-way street of us both trying to see the issues and and be there for each other and you know do the volley thing where it's not always going to be you it's not always going to be me but it's going to be you know like a team effort of understanding each other mm-hmm. well we also you also had the question like what is the most important thing um, in a relationship in a re- relationship which is understanding, understanding. yeah we're trying to understand each other. Yeah, just having understanding and, you know, giving the person grace when they do have things where it's not going to be, you know, the way that you like it. And you have to think of where do you see this relationship going to? You know what I mean? Is it worth it to stick certain things out when they happen? Or are you better off not sticking them out, you know, if they happen? And I think with good relationships and being able to be with someone who will really consider how you feel in comparison to how they're feeling in that moment, you know what I mean, is a good start to a relationship. You know, because not being selfish, understanding Mm -hmm. that we both have shit going on and that we both, you know, have feelings and... Sometimes the way we react can hurt the other person's feelings or make them feel in a way that is not loving. And mm-hmm. we want to 
move in our relationship with love and concern and caring for the other, mm-hmm. you know, look for the other person. All right, guys, we'll talk. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. So how does it feel for you starting something new? I mean, the feel. I mean, it's a. It's. I think a little scary. Because I was in a place so long, you know what I mean? And mine was fairly new. It feels almost at some point that you're losing a part of something. But when I reflect on what I'm losing compared to what I'm gaining, it's almost like no comparison. Because the things that were there, it's not, it wasn't healthy. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't like the people that I was with was truly trying to understand me. It was almost like, you know, um, well, I'll say the way it felt. I'm not going to say that they weren't, but I think that it's not real communication. And it it felt like at any minute something was going to go wrong. You know what I mean? So it was always something looming over my head that this was going to fail and I was going to be by myself. That's why when it happened, I wasn't super surprised. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I was hoping for a different outcome because I felt that we had grown enough to be able to say, no, this is where we want to be. And we know that there's going to be ups and downs, just like, you know, me and you talked about. There's going to be ups and downs, and you just have to see if that person is worth those ups and downs. What would make somebody worth the ups and downs? I mean, for me, on on, on any end, is just someone that, underst- that understands me. Just like in, in my last relationship, I felt that that person was worth the ups and downs, but I just don't think it was reciprocated. You get what I'm saying? Like, I was all in. So mm-hmm. it's like, I was ready to stick it out through thick and thin, but you have to have that in return and someone not be selfish and only think about their feelings and how they feel in those moments. You have to, like I said, just like what we talked about, instead of it just being like, if you sn- just say you snap on me, right? I have to... Not just say, oh, you made me feel bad. That's fucked up that you're doing this to me. I have to say, okay, what is she going through? Why is she doing this to me? Why? What's the issue? And if you tell me what the issue is, then I have to respect that and kind of have some understanding and see value in you as a person to my life to be like, well, you know, this person is worth those ups and downs. Because it's bound to happen in any relationship. It's just, is that person worth it? Mm-hmm. Just stick it out through it. And how bad are those ups and downs? And generally, the one, what I had was, it wasn't bad ups and downs. It was like lighter than normal shit. You know what I mean? Just simple disagreements. Never really had bad disagreements. You know what I mean? I feel like that's contrary to what you told me, though. No, all of our disagreements was over like light shit. Now, her reaction like went... Like to you or like to her? No, light, period. Oh. Like, it was light. Like, it wasn't like any abuse. It wasn't cheating. It wasn't any of the major issues that you have in relationships. It's like um, the waiter at the fucking thing deserves more than the cook. Arguments like that would turn into fucking arguments. And, you know, like, like I said, with mine, I asked for certain level of intimacy but starting out with a game and like I said at one point it was kind of like accepted as like a game and then the next day it's like so I don't see that as something major to go to the lengths that you know the breakup but I think that when you're a selfish person it's all about you and how you feel and you're not even considering so like if you bring up something to me about Something about me that you don't, that's not making you feel loved or whatever. And you bring it up to me. Mm-hmm. You try to bring it up in a, in a way that's not confrontational, right? And then I just kind of flip it out and be like, oh, this and turn it around. And then I have zero understanding and storm out of here. You're going to be like, what the fuck is that? Like, you know what I mean? I just asked for something that I felt I needed. So I think that for us, the way that we react to each other, 
-hmm. It's more of the understanding. Like, okay, this person is telling me whatever or going through something is the reason why they snap. And instead of just saying, you're doing this to me and I feel this way and I don't deserve this. It's like, no, what's going on with you? What's up? Like, talk to me and tell me what's going on. You know what I mean? Because this is going to cause this and I don't want us to go there. Uh -huh. So do you want to talk to me about what you're going through right now? Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, you know, there there's stuff that's serious in relationships that you know that's like issues. Like the shit you went through mm -hmm. was way more serious than anything that I've been through with that person. Yeah. You know, that's mm -hmm. serious shit. That shit. And you were willing to stick by his side through that and just try to figure it out you get what i'm saying yeah when that out of anything would have been a reason to fucking be like no this shit is over you get what i'm saying so that's what i'm saying having somebody like you that's more understanding that's more open to trying to work on something and still seeing value in that person when you know most people wouldn't have yes I think it's hard to go into a new relationship, though, mm -hmm. and give as much as that as you're comfortable giving mm -hmm. because of the previous relationship, which I do not want to do because you're not that person. Right. And... But it is hard to do sometimes yeah, because of you're like, okay, I'm... You know, I'm giving a hundred percent, or I want to give a hundred percent, but like, do they deserve a hundred percent? Well, I know, I, know I know I deserve more than a hundred percent because <laughs> I, I give way more than a hundred percent in anything that I'm in. If you, if you see the way that I move, I genuinely care about the people that I fuck with. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sitting out here trying to stress you out about nothing. Even when yeah. we get into arguments, it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to tell you exactly how I feel. And I am very direct when it comes to me standing up for myself now and being like in a certain way where I'm more direct and I've been direct, but my directness can turn into an argument because I can be very, you know, intense when I get to that point. But I'm not trying to get to that point, so I'm just being direct in what I want to be, how I want to be treated, and that's something that I'm standing on, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's not like I'm doing that and saying that there's no room for me to be empathetic to what you're going through, you know what I mean? And just putting myself first. I never just put myself first. I'm always concerned about the person that I'm with, but I think the way that people in my past have previously received that mm. was less than they they feel that I'm coming from a place of I'm trying to know it all or I'm trying to tell them what to do or whatever it is that they felt that they, they see it as confrontational and it's just me saying look you need to check yourself because the way you're coming at me because I generally don't bring up shit unless it's something that really, really bothers me. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I don't think that I will be super upset about most of the things that go on in our relationship. I'm pretty open. I've, I've lived a really wide open life when it comes to certain shit so I I have more understanding I think yeah where some people take everything personal and they feel like this and I'm not gonna not give you what I feel you deserve because of what I went through with someone else where even if that's what you choose to do I still understand it because you did go through shit you get what I'm saying no that's not what I'm doing I'm it's not just, saying that's um, what you're doing, but I'm saying if that's what you chose to do, because mm -hmm. it took you, you were more guarded to our, I guess, courting and stuff like that, where I was just open. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I didn't, you didn't have to really knock down any of my walls. I was kind of 
open where you for a minute there when we would talk you would take so long to answer that I knew that you were analyzing me I felt the analyzing it's like it's just like you're trying to decipher shit right on the spot you know what I mean yeah and it, it comes because across. you know what it what it is is I'm trying to see if you're a narcissist or not like yeah, am see, I attracting that type of person or is this really a good person because they can come off as like great and the best person at mm -hmm. first but then but, when you're in it you're like Ugh. but see that's the thing i don't compare you to nothing until you do something to do it where you were you were on high alert looking for something you get what i'm saying i don't think it's a comparison i just think it's a a stress response from um Right, but the way it like, comes across is it, what a comparison. It comes across like I felt judged mm. most of the time. It just. But if I, I would can say, say the same for you. The yeah. way that you bring up your exes a lot. But I'm bringing them up, not comparing them to you though. I'm bringing them up as what I've been through. I'm never like, well, you're like this and they're like this. It's just more or less like, well, the issue mm -hmm. now, now the last That's the same for me, like no, what the, I've been through. The, the, no, I'm not, but I'm not saying anything about the comparison. I'm saying how you analyze you, you not saying nothing. Um, you don't say nothing. Like when we first got together, I would say something or we would be talking and I would be waiting for your response and you would just kind of have this look like really trying to process this shit and like where most people would have a conversation it would flow mm -hmm. sometimes i would have to wait for your processing to finish for you to catch up to the conversation mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying yeah so that was what's different like if i'm saying something i'll be like yeah like our last argument i think that you can honestly say that I compared you to my ex because that's how you made me feel in that moment. Like, this is the same shit I just went through. Mm -hmm. And that was the only time that I've done that. It was like, this feels like that shit. And that does not feel good. You know what I mean? Because I'm literally not doing anything. And you kind of was feeling some kind of way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's the, I think the only time I've actually compared you or compared our situation to that. And it wasn't actually a comparison to you. It was a comparison of how I felt. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't like, oh, you doing exactly what she doing. I'm like, no, that made me feel like that shit. Do you think that that is two different things to... Is that Does that mean it's something you need to work on and something I need to work on as well? Because if something triggers you and I'm not... No, you were saying something to no, you flashed on me in that I was for but you one you, part of it was a boundary where like, man, you know, I don't want to be waiting around like But I told you anything you then, need to do is go do it and I told you I'd be here at a certain time and I was like maybe an hour later than that time leaving, but I told you I caught you and kept you posted on what I was doing. So for me it was like and you didn't let on that you were upset or that you wanted to see me earlier. So I said I would come at four. Then the, the, I think I dropped the car off earlier, whatever. And I was like, well, I called you around two. Like, well, I should maybe be able to come down earlier because now I don't have to wait to drop the car off at four. Remember, I was supposed to drop the, my car off at the shop that day. I don't think so. That yeah. was different. That was a different day. You think it was? I, I think it was that day. What day was it? But it was a day that I gave you a time earlier in the day. What time do you think I'd be coming? You said... Four. No, I said... I called you at in the morning. Yep. And then you I said remember. three to four. Exactly. What I just said. But then four and five came around. And I was like... No, we talked. I said... Because I called you around to something and said well I might be able to come earlier mm. and then I think around 3 I called and was like well let me let my laptop charge 
or maybe I caught you around four. No, because I think I was walking out the door around four or five. It was right four thirty, five o'clock when I was actually about to leave when you said you had a headache. And I did have it. So. And then you called me back and like, don't worry about it. I'm about to just don't rush. And I'm like, okay, well, I was just walking out the door because I was literally grabbing all my shit. Because first I wanted to charge my laptop. And then I said, let me let my phone charge because I was on a conversation and my phone went completely dead. And mm. when I was talking to you, it was on the, on the charger. And I think I was at like 5%. And I was like, well, let me at least let it charge a little bit so when I get in the car, it's charged and I can... Just come, but you was like, no, don't worry about it. Just take your time. And then you went into called mm-hmm. me back and was like, do mm-hmm. you even want to see me? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so let's pause for a second. All right. Okay, so this is where that was my fault, right? That was my trauma coming through and reacting I, I and like that. taking it out on you. That I understand that. So but why would I have to work on anything? Because your question to mm-hmm. me was. Do you think it's something that we both need to work on? Well, if it was a trigger to you. It wasn't a trigger to me. It tr- it triggered a feeling and I talked to you about it. It didn't trigger me in a way that. That was a trigger then. It triggered me in a way that I talked to you in a healthy way. Then where if it was the old me, I'd have been like, what the fuck is you talking about? And blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. If I said that shit, then I, I would have fucking said I didn't want to. But see, I did it the calm way and was like, no, I didn't feel that I did anything wrong. I kept you in the loop. I told you I was going to charge. How long does it take your laptop to charge? Well, I'm assuming about an hour because it was, it's been on the charger. And it wasn't like I was running back in the room checking it. You know, it was like all of these things where you were on yeah. me for not leaving and it didn't seem like a rush and we had plenty of time to still go out yeah it was such an anxious thing yes but like the, i was so anxious but i didn't like, realize that you had got oh the the news from your lawyer after you told me that whatever they agreed to when you were happy earlier in that day that it had changed later yeah so i was in the dark about certain shit and i didn't know that you wanted to see me as much as you did, you never told me. You didn't express that. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm lounging around. I'm doing my thing. And I'm like, okay, we still going to be able to do everything. I'm an hour late, but, you know, shit happens. Because I was trying to, I think, I don't know if I was cleaning the house or trying to do a video or whatever the fuck I do when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But I did call you at certain times and say, well, I'm charging this. Let me let my phone charge. And then I'm going to be on my way. But first it was my laptop because my laptop was completely dead. And I wanted to bring it so because we were planning on doing a video or a podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's so, where a lot of those things come into play. Like yeah, you 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 get anxious. I to, yeah, I get super anxious, and then I need to recognize when I'm getting anxious. Right. And then that leads into like a overthinking. Yeah. And then that's where I need to. Um, do these body exercise things, right? Well, to like stop it before yeah. I even call you, or just communicate how you feel you know? to me and say, "Hey, look, I got some bad news. Can you get here as soon as you can?" But, but I, I don't. That... I don't always recognize how I'm feeling. Okay, that's yeah, I the can problem. Get that. Yeah, but you kind of know when you have stressful situations that put you in a bad mood, like mm-hmm. with the. Because, I mean, after everything was said and done, you said, hey, well, I got this news from the lawyer and it made me feel this way. And I'm like, okay, well, if you just communicate certain things to me, which I know that you don't want to seem like you putting certain things on me. You know what I mean? And, And I understand that. But at the same time, if it's a stress, just like when we talked about the, uh, you know, what you wanted to say to me. And I already knew the signs of of what it was you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like no just say how you feel don't feel like you have to guard yourself because if you give freely and be honest with yourself and honest with the situation mm-hmm. instead of trying to repress it and not feel like you're in this whatever it is because pe- I think people do they self a disservice when they try to hold shit in well the only reason why I didn't want to say anything was because I don't want to 
put pressure or anything on you. That's you know, not pressure still. on me if that's how you feel. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But that's I not think, the way that I see it, you know. But you need to understand that it's how you feel is how you feel. Mm-hmm. Once you recognize your feelings and pay attention to your feelings, and I think this is coming from the trauma that we have, is that you don't want to make the other person feel a certain way. And that's how I am. You yeah. know what I mean? But at some point, you have to say, no, well, I feel this way, whether it's that or whatever it is, and just be like, well, this is how I feel. And mm. put it out there, because once you let it out, it's out. You release it to the universe to do whatever the fuck it is you need it to do. It's just mm. like when you meditate or whatever else, right? You, If you hold your meditation things and like, I don't want to ask the universe for whatever the fuck it is I want to ask the universe for, or tell them I don't want them to know, it's like, then how the fuck are you going to get your blessings? Mm-hmm. Let it out. If you feel that way, let it out. Don't be ashamed or afraid or whatever the fuck people feel when it comes to that shit. Yeah. Ask for what you need or say what you, how you feel and it'll either be reciprocated or you can deal with it if it's not. You get what I'm saying? And that's for you to deal with and understand that, okay, well, at least I said, like, for me, I give my best. When I do certain shit, I try to give my best because I won't have no regrets. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, maybe this or maybe that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, most, let me say most of the time I do that. Sometimes I'd be like, nah, I ain't going to touch that shit with a 10-foot pole because I already feel I understand what's going to happen. But in most situations, I give my best. I don't think the listeners know what we're talking about, though. Well, go on and bust it out. It's for you to bust out. It's your feelings. I'm just trying to talk to you about the point. So I wanted to say that I loved you. Right. But I felt like I was overthinking again, right, Mm -hmm. about how, okay, I don't know how you're going to receive that Mm -hmm. instead of just saying it. Right. And I figured it out in like, two questions when I asked you, right? I was like, is it a bad thing that you're trying to say? Or is it going to make me... And he was like, no, it's not going to make you feel bad. Then I asked something else, and I was like, it's you love me, right? And he was like, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm reading you. I, I, I'm paying attention to you because I want to be able to understand you, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm giving you that, that attention that... And like I said, just by the way you act, the way you treat me, you know, our, our even our arguments, all of that adds up to me just understanding what love looks like and understanding love. So I'm like, okay, you love me, but I love you too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the only reason why we haven't really expressed it because sometimes you don't have to say nothing. And even when I yeah. told you I loved you in a conversation, you was like, well, I haven't said it yet. And I was like, what? I already told you, you don't have to say it. Mm-hmm. I already know that you do. So... Because I, I said something like, I love you too. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I haven't said it. And I was like, you have, but just in other ways. So Yeah. I mean, I think I do try to show. You do. Like, love by. Touch. What I yeah, do just for I, someone. Yeah, and that's know. the most important thing. Because I would rather you show me love than tell mm-hmm. me you love me. Because I've been getting told. I love you for years. It's like, I'm sure you were told you were being loved. Yeah. And what you seen was something a little different. And sometimes just hearing it is good enough. You know what I mean? But actually seeing it and feeling it is different. Way different. But the actions didn't line up with what they say. Right. Yeah. But when you look at the stuff that we do for each other, I think that the actions line up. Even if it's been a short amount of time. Like, you know, I think of you when it's something that I see you need. You don't have to be like, oh, I need this. I just be like, okay, well, you know, let me just do this for you. You know what I mean? Or like certain shit like with your car. I'm like, oh, hell no. You know what I mean? Let's get this taken care of. I see this becoming an issue. Certain things, it's like, no, let me just come in and I'll check it out or whatever and try to figure out what's going on. So I think that's love instead of somebody saying, oh, yeah, I love you. But then Mm -hmm. when you need something, they ignore all your needs. Yeah. 
Because that's usually the way it goes, Yeah, right? for me too. Like, literally. <laughs> like, I can, you know, say I need something from somebody, my back hurt or something. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. rub your back or I'll do this and it never happens. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> goddamn, we was laying next to each other. You couldn't rub my back, you know what I mean? It'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give you the best sex ever when you get home and da-da-da-da. And then I come home and I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then they sitting in their goddamn phone all night like, oh, well, here we don't go, I'm assuming. Here we you don't know? go. <laughs> right. And then they get tired yeah. and fall asleep. And it's like, you know, but I watch people do stuff for other people that they truly love. And I know that you got compassion and you'll go to the ends of the earth for mm. other people. But when it comes to, you know, me, I just feel like it's a... Mm. Uh, it can be an afterthought. Yeah, that's I don't like that. Yeah, that's I think we've both had that experience. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why. Go ahead. Oh, I think that's why I try to. I mean, I'm very physical with you. Yeah. You know, and which is not typically um, a thing for me. Mm-hmm. So why do you feel you like that? With I me? mean, I'm natu- I am naturally like that. Okay. But it does depend on the person that is receiving it. Right. Because some people make some you feel people, like yeah. it's not good. Yes. And I think that, yeah. like, even with this is, like, something that happened in, you know, my past where someone felt that way about me that I didn't like it. And it wasn't that I didn't like it. It was just that sometimes you need to unwind sometimes before someone is kind of over you. You get what Mm. I'm saying? And I think that a lot of people don't realize that because they don't pay attention to their partner's need. It's only what they need, you Mm -hmm. know, in that moment. And that's what I'm saying. If you learn a person and you really sit up there and learn people, like, I really know the people that I'm with. I pay attention to patterns. I store them and I understand, like, body movement the way you talk you know like yeah i mean i'm like that also that's how i try to be is to learn a person Mm -hmm. and tell a mood that they in by how soft they speak or whatever yeah and it's it is frustrating when you're with someone and they don't do the same thing right because i'm like well i'm taking the time to understand who you are when you're in a bad mood, when you're in a good mood, you know, all this stuff, and you don't even acknowledge anything, anything of, would be, of me. Right. Like, goddamn, like, I'm just like a bump on a lump. I <laughs> mean, it's like, you don't, and, and they tell you they care and this and but you can just tell by actions that it's not there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just not there, and you just have to accept it and figure it out and figure out what works for you. So, what do you believe the downside to entering a new relationship is? If there is any to you. The only downside is if you find out this person isn't for you too late. Well, I guess it doesn't matter too late, too early. Mm. And then you just gotta like end it and just move on. Okay. That's the downside, I think. Yeah, because otherwise you're just trying to go through the journey, right? And learn this person and and experience things. And then you can decide, like, well, this shit ain't going to work. Yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know if there's really a downside for me, personally. Because I, I don't... I don't feel like I I think that far ahead, but I guess that I could definitely see, you know, that point, but I just feel I like to have a journey, you know what I mean? And having a journey with someone that, you know, at least that you can care about is always a good thing so I think the downside would be hmm maybe just I guess like you said not working out but I don't know if that would be a downside I think it would be because I think just to say like if we ended right I think that we had so much growth 
in such a short amount of time with each other than we did with some of the other people that we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if there's a downside for me. So I may have asked a negative question, but my answer was not negative. <laughs> Unlike um, some people in this room. So was my answer negative though? No, not really. I'm just giving you shit. You're just trying realistic. to give me shit. Yeah, I would hope so. Hope you didn't come with a cartoon answer. But um, so what's another question? The question of (laughs) let me try to make find a positive question in myself. Dig deep for the positivity. I'm sure they're gonna get tired of hearing that. Um, so I think my next question would be, so far, how have you enjoyed this journey? You think that shit is funny? That shit ain't funny, man. You lay off the booze, man. We're going to call this drink time with Isaac and Sia. Tequila Casadera. What is it? Casadora's time. El Casadores. So. Say, say the question again. I forgot, I forgot it. <laughs> no, I you didn't. I did. It's something about. Um, so you get that goddamn jab and it fucks your memory up. I'm a conspiracy theorist, just so y'all know. Jab is fucking us up. Well, guys, thanks for attending this. <laughs> this <laughs> okay, episode. wait a minute. You know what's confusing to me is how are you a conspiracy theorist? Oh, I'm putting this in quotes. Right, air quotes. But you're logical. Because theories <laughs> are theories. They're no. not facts. Theories are theories, but they're not facts. But they're more plausible than some shit that's not. So I'm just deciphering, is this possible? And if it seems more possible, like for me, yeah, I believe in the flat earth theory. It just makes more sense because the logic is there behind it over. Don't post that. I'm posting that. I don't give a shit, man. Come on, man. What do I care no, about I'm people? Dead. I'm doing it. No. I'm doing it. I'm a proud because flat earther. There's. I'm a proud flat earther. There's facts and then there's theory. Okay, but how do you know that the facts are true facts? It wouldn't be a fact if it wasn't true. People, please help my my mate understand that there are fake facts that are made. But that's we, not there. We then look, it wouldn't be a fact if it was fake. Course. It wouldn't be a fact. Just because it, just because somebody tells you it's a fact doesn't mean that it's a fact. Don't you? No, you switched it. You went there. No, you switched the subject. You getting all crazy? No, no, I just said. Conspiracy theory, and I went back to the topic, and then you. And wait a minute, wait a minute. Air quotes. She threw up the air quotes and stopped that, the show. Is that how I sound? No, you don't sound nothing like that. But just saying. I was trying to mock my voice now. No, I'm just mocking a voice, not her voice, because I can never get your voice. So. Okay, so let's. Go what's the ahead. last question? That you had? I didn't have a question. But okay, so we're talking about how it feels to be in a new relationship. What's up with that drag? You slur. <laughs> we're talking about how Look, he's always giving me shit about the way that I talk. No, I talk I the way don't, that I talk. I don't give you, you shit about the way you talk. You do give me shit about it. No, I don't. I just literally, this is probably the first time I said, and I just said you slurred. No, like, you give me shit about okay, the way Okay, what else I have I said about the way you talk? He's like, 
do you know that it sounds like you're about to say something else and you're not going to say it? That's not about the way you talk. It is about the way I talk. No, it's not. That's just How is that, a, that not about the way I talk? Explain that to me. The way you talk is more like me mocking how you sound, but you if you're going to say something and didn't finish the subject, I guess technically, but when you say the way you talk, it's more like you just ask me, is that how I sound? I mean, no, I'm just making a voice. So I would say if you were giving me shit about the way I talk, I think I'm giving you shit about the way you don't finish sentences and stop. You just slurred a oh little bit. Oh, my God. This is a Virgo. He's getting so technical on us right now. Very specific. Be for okay? Virgo. Y'all but see that? Is, Y'all look, see that? No, they don't see shit. They see but it. this is why a Capricorn is your match because... You, I, I'm going to be relaxed. You're getting hyped. <laughs> I'm just going to annoy the fuck out of you and still be happy about it. No, I'm not because I don't really care, but okay, you but don't make no damn like sense right can, now. So Plenty of sense. It's not, okay. Not to your cappy. What is it? What are you, a space goat? What the fuck are you again? A space goat? Yeah. What is that? I don't know. Ain't you some kind of goat ram? I'm a goat. What kind of goat are you? Did they say you're a... The fuck? I never heard the word before, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" Some kind of a seagull. Seagull. What the fuck is a seagull? Seagull. Seagull. Not seagull. Steven Seagull shit. Sea goat. I know. What the hell is a seagull though? Is there goats in the sea? It's half sea and half, and half goat. Half sea. Right. What about you, virgin? That's right. Purity. Pure as the sun-driven snow. Right. You are the furthest from... I'm pure. <laughs> Don't try to interrupt my pureness. But yo, seagull, you come from the sea. You smell like seaweed and goat. <laughs> <laughs> You're a seaweed goat. You're the opposite of virgin. Nah, come on, man. I'm innocent. You're not innocent. I'm very innocent. Look at this face. Wait a minute, wait. Are you looking at my boobs? (laughs) She's trying to start that same shit. This is her pickup line. (laughs) I can see her at bars with this shit. Like, hey, sir, do you have the time? (laughs) No, are you looking at my boobs? It sounds like every bad porno ever to start. Hey, sir. Yes, ma'am. Are you looking at my boobs? What the heck is that? Are you looking at my boobs? Wait, you can't have your phone on the thing? What is he talking about? Oh. Got it. That's my boy. You want this shit work, man? I gotta do some shit, man. Anyway. Okay, so our last question is taking hella long to come out, but I'm going to ask it. So, I don't have a question. I just have a statement. I see our relationship going far. As long as we keep up the effort that we are putting in. And I think that other people can enjoy our podcast and kind of learn how to work through certain situations and I think those are the things that we may need to kind of focus on is like helping people that have been through certain relationships figure out their compatibility with their person because I really believe that it does you do have to have similar ways of thinking and not always saying it has to be exactly the same but I think it does help for us to be kind of similar in the way that we think and the things we've been through to have understanding for our person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't think that someone coming out of a traumatic relationship would do as good with someone who didn't come out of a traumatic relationship who kind of is more on the 
healthier side of things because I think that person will look at the person that has some trauma and uh, they can't understand it they can't understand it mm-hmm. so I think that yeah so um, okay you had a statement your statement I think this is the healthiest relationship Mm -hmm. that I've been in because ever yes me too I think it is too and the reason being is because we do have much better communication or we can talk about things and we have a respect for each other that started probably before as um acquaintance friends you know I wouldn't really call us acquaintances or friends at the time it's like somewhere in between we were passing boats ships in the night (laughs) we were passing ships in the night that interacted at seaport and we had um, some actual nice highs and buys probably sat in the same restaurant different tables I think that's what we had. We'd say, hey, you would give me dirty looks, try to take your photo, had a crush on you. So I think that for me it was an attraction there from the beginning. And you were just kind of like, I wish this dude would fucking quit staring at me. He's a fucking creep. And yeah, now, did, did now we sleep together. I don't know if I stared at you, but I'm sure I looked at you. I mean, I think like when I first seen you, because you didn't come in with your husband, I looked at you and I think I probably looked at you a few times like, oh, she's pretty. When you came to get your headshot done, mm-hmm. you were looking at me all oh, I was. googly eyed. I probably was. I think I was. Because I, mean, I had googly eyes. You knew what was up. Don't act like you didn't know. You know what I always feel? That you Boy. told Josh that you wasn't going and, <laughs> and sent him home, sent him back in. Don't ruin my fantasy. Don't answer that. That what? The first time that we went to play pool, mm-hmm. I figured that you had a chance with me and you wanted to get to know me and you told Josh not to show up. Oh. That's just my fantasy. Don't say mm. nothing. Don't confirm or deny. We'll talk about it later. Oh, he's so, so cute. Yeah, it's just convenient how it's just me and her all of a sudden. Yeah. Like the stars are aligning. Coming together, buddy. Mm hmm. He's so cute. Mm hmm. I did like you, though. And delusional. Sometimes. <laughs> delusional. Mm hmm. So we say we make our own scenarios. I'll always like playing pool with you. What? I said I'd be whooping your ass. Oh, I thought you wanted to shove it in my ass. Jeez. Not edit that out. <laughs> That's like, she said shove it. God damn. Didn't you already get into trouble that way before? <laughs> Have you in the ER? Shove it. Jeez. All right, guys. Well, we, I think we're going to end on the shove it in the ass note. <laughs> She is, uh... You want to put a Q in my... Oh. In my no. Q? Because, mm-hmm. all right. You're losing our audience. Not my butt, but... What's your, you want to put a Q where? Where else do you want me to put it? My other hole. You want me to put a Q in your other hole? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Look at you. I told you I was a nine. I mean, shoot. A nine? You get what you asked? Go get him out the car, huh? Oh, you. (laughs) Now everything's changed. Oh, it's went to reality. Let's change the... Hold the phone there, sir. First she was a nine. Now I'm like, go get the cues. I got other things you can stick in there. Go whip them out. Ready for some ramage? Um, <laughs> Whip them out. 
I think we gotta end this because I gotta get some sleep. <sighs> Even though I should. All right. Nah, this is fucked up. What? They gonna take my rent, man? I'm gonna be working all day again for a year. I guess it ain't that bad. It could be worse. I don't do shit. I'll never do shit at work. I just sit around stealing company time. I don't ever do shit at work. <laughs> now I don't. I just sit in a car and trucking. I was writing my mm. book the other day. Mm-hmm. I think it would be good if I had an iPad because it's smaller than this. Mm-hmm. Right. I would need to get that. Bye, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>